This is the Hashtag One Fear podcast, where the fear of the Lord and passion for Scripture guide us to truth. With so many options to decide what truth is, looking to God in Scripture can often be ignored, misapplied, or denied altogether. Hashtag One Fear exists to bring God in Scripture first in the pursuit of truth in a well-thought manner. Welcome to the Hashtag One Fear podcast. So welcome to the podcast. And today we have with us myself, Dominic DiGiulio, and my wife, my lovely, lovely wife, Danielle. Hi. And we have our friend, once again, Sarah. Yeah, I'm sucking up. <laughs> we have our friend, Sarah. Pugliati, Pugliati Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Sarah Elizabeth. Pugliati Thomas. <coughs> Hang on. Okay. Sarah Elizabeth. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest name you needed reminded on. Well, I, I don't know if I should pronounce it Thomas with the hard T or with the if if it's spelled with the T H, is it Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I want to stick with the hard T. Even though it is a T H. <laughs> it is a TH it though. A it's th- so confusing. It is confusing. <laughs> All right. Well, (laughs) welcome to the podcast, everyone. Today, we are going to discuss unity and uh, more specifically, like church unity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, we've got a lot of good stuff. Uh, We're going to talk about what causes disunity and how to be unified and the discrepancies or misunderstanding of especially uh, misunderstandings of what unity truly is. So, we begin with, who wants to start? <laughs> <laughs> Not I. Not I. I roll off. I, oh, I roll oh, off. oh, nose, nose goes. What is that? <laughs> Whoever's last. No. It's because you have so many kids. You know these kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> <laughs> I was last. Does that mean you go first? Yeah. The last shall be first. Okay. Uh, oh. See what we did there, taking oh. scripture out of context. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I love that. All right. How about we start with a just a general question? Uh, to give two examples of what it looks like to be one unified, and the second one to be disunified. Specific examples? Well, it doesn't have to be specific. You could be general. Yeah. Go ahead. You, you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to me, well, like, it's not totally to me, but <laughs> 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 all the tricky words and caveats. Um, to be unified as a Christian body is to be humble. Um, to be loving, to put your brothers and sisters in Christ before yourself and your own opinions, um, and to align <laughs> what I said one, and you just keep going. And going. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. No, you're you're. It's good. So I'm oh sorry. Oh my! <laughs> I was in a zone. I was just looking off at the carpet. <laughs> At the squares that go around. It's psychedelic. Like, it just sort of. It does. It brought me in. Yeah. It makes my eyes cross. I went back to like. That's school. why I don't vacuum it. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just and joking. I'm out. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I know. Um, sorry. Anyways, that. Okay, go ahead, Danielle. I just gave 50 examples. So yeah. you can just agree or disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you do the one uh, about disunity then? Good idea. If you're a- if you're able to, Dom's I, I at love like when you I look at me like that. I don't know whether to be inspired or should I run. <laughs> <laughs> are, are we talking about what actual disunity in the church looks like, or an example of what has been said to be disunity, but maybe not necessarily is? Uh, well, either one, just. Uh, Clarify which one you're thinking. Give me a moment, please. 
<laughs> okay, so it's hard, isn't it, mm-hmm. to to identify like what unity is, but especially what disunity is, because I think the biggest issue within churches is that we label things as unity, even though they're not. So we have it ingrained in our minds that, uh, well, this is unity. So if it's not that, it must be disunity. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I true. mean? I think when you hear the word unity too, you think everybody you think everybody agrees. Yeah. So unity means we all agree, right? But in reality, not at all. I mean not you're not you're just not always going to agree with one another just like you don't agree with your spouse or your siblings or I, your parents. I don't agree with what you're saying. No, I'm just kidding. Kidding. no but see, <laughs> we still have the goal of making this podcast. Yes. <laughs> alive. Uh, alive. We'll, we'll get through it. Yes. You know, if we stop giving episodes, well, never mind. We won't go there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Forget my name. That's Forget. <laughs> Look to the borders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, I think that's what people think unity is, that everybody yeah. agrees it, the, on everything. Yeah. I think there's s- way too much variety in people's personalities and characteristics and temperaments to say that, especially in a church, that all things should go that one way. Yeah, but uh, I think people think that yeah you know what I, and, oh yeah it's definitely and there's the always thought. that per like people pick out people in in your church or other churches um of like oh i i don't like that person's personality so therefore i don't agree with them or i don't really want to hear what they have to say like they're obnoxious but that's not being yeah. unified yeah <laughs> were you talking about me about the obnoxious uh, I, I, I wasn't naming names. Maybe I was talking about myself. Everybody thinks it, I'm it's, a nice It's the Italian, Italian trait. <laughs> all the Italians just need to go to one church. Why together. are they so loud? Oh they just be screaming at each other all the time. Oh More cowbell! <laughs> I hate the cowbell. Why are you always talking, Dominic? Be quiet for a second. Let the pastor talk. That's what it would be like, but everybody at the end would be like kissing and hugging each other because that's just how it is. Are you is. coming over for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> just tell me, are you coming over or not? Are because you going to bring the, p- the pasta sauce? I'll, I'll, make the, like, I'll make the noodles. I asked you like 50 times. You didn't give me any answer. Oh, you are? Okay, I'll see you later. Give me, some, give me a hug and a kiss. Come on. <laughs> that's what it's like. I'm sorry. Oh. We went off. Forgive us. Bit of a tangent there. But that, that's true. And talking over each other is a big thing. Sorry, Jen. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. What were you going to say, love? No idea. <laughs> and disunity. <laughs> She's thinking. Her fingers on her head. Um, unity is also not. It, it goes along with that, or like the disunity is not. But you're not doing it my way, so that means. And it comes down to like the opinion it, thing. It's assumed that you're going like, up against them then. If mm-hmm. it's not if you're done not their, doing way. It their way. Yeah. Yep. A- and that's, it's not just church leadership, but yeah. it's mm-hmm. also the other way around yeah. too. Yeah. You know, you're not doing things the way that I like it. It's one thing so. if it's biblical, which is something we will probably talk more about. Like yeah. we need to be unified in it being a godly biblical thing. But if it's just your way of doing it versus somebody else's because it comes down to your giftings, your all those different things. Yeah. It, you know, it comes down to that, well, I don't like that person and I don't like the way they do things, so that means they're not in unity with me because mm-hmm. it's not my way. Yeah. Yeah. And then f- kind of taking a flip-flop off of that, there are times when people will go up to a minister or a leader in the church or, a youth, you know, whoever it may be, hey, you said this when you were talking up there or to the kids or whatever. You could have offended so-and-so when you said that. Maybe you should go and check. So that's happened countless times in churches that I've been a part of. And um, it's interesting because it's almost like people get offended for another person, even though they didn't even ask that person 
if that would be offensive or tell that person to go to a leader and ask. It's very interesting how disunity can just fly off the handle like that. Yeah. You create disunity basically by not being humble or from just throwing your opinion out there all the time. Yeah. Usually if you feel as though someone should do something about something, that's because you should be doing something about that something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's God speaking to you, not for you to be the spokesperson exactly. for somebody else to yeah. do what you should be doing. Yep. Yeah. It's very true. I'm just going to, I'm going to be a little real here. Um, you know, we, yes, we should be united uh, in Christ. We should be, you know, Jesus should be the foundation of all that. But like what you, we were saying about being, what does scripture say? How do we be unified in Christ if we're not in scripture? Right. Like, how do we know how to be unified? Because we could just narrow it down to, well, this seems like it's a good idea. It's mm -hmm. for the gospel. Mm -hmm. You know, if we do this program or we have this uh, organization up and going and everything, and it, so people should just go along with that. But if you look at the foundation of it, the origin, it's got to be in Christ, mm -hmm. and it's got to be founded on what Scripture teaches. Right. So when it comes to the unity, what does Scripture say that we should do concerning unity? Yeah. Is this where you break out the Bible verses, or Danielle does, and you tell me? <laughs> well, I actually didn't have any Bible verses wow. pulled up, because I knew you would, hon. Right. <laughs> No, I did, I did actually have a couple for some of the things I was going to say. I just didn't write them down. Sorry. Go for it. Okay. Well, uh, going along with uh, how people approach trying to be uni unified, uh, like we've, we've been taught, Danielle and I, uh, that we shouldn't be unified just for unity's sake. Uh, because what does that look like then? Hmm. You know, it's, we need to be unified for for Christ's sake, you know, <laughs> for the sake of the gospel. What is what does Scripture teach us to be unified? It's not well. Unify unification is A, B, and C. Mm -hmm. It should be Scripture tells us A, B, and C, and maybe A or B is or or C, whatever it might be, is telling us how to be unified. So it's not just for unity's sake. It's got to be scripturally based. And uh, I think some of the, I'm convinced some of the reasons uh, based off the experiences that, that we've had is that uh, the lack of unity uh, or discord in reaching unity is because of a lot of insecurities. Mm. And it seems as though there could be a lot of lone wolves out there where things have to go a certain way and it's okay if someone doesn't agree and they can't get along with what we have then they're not involved with it anymore maybe they leave the church whatever it might be and whose fault is that it's usually put on the person that steps back or leaves the church or anything like that and it's really easy to to point that finger like that uh, because, well, they just couldn't get on board with how we are going to unify together to do A, B, and C. And, and really, it's like, no, you just couldn't go the route of saying we need to have different people with different gifts. Um, things also need to be delegated to uh, have other people take care of certain things. So, you know, take less of the load off of that one person, that lone wolf. Don't let them be a lone wolf. Um, and decisions cannot be made alone. I mean, mm -hmm. Scripture is very clear throughout Proverbs, uh, throughout Proverbs that de decisions are much better when there's a lot of people to discuss through them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and we're serving in a church. You're, you're surrounded by and serving so many different people that have they also have different personalities they have different ways of understanding and of doing different things backgrounds. yeah and if you have one person making sure everything is done in their opinion and in their way 
I, th I think you could really be missing something without bringing the other other people who might bring something else to the table to reach people that maybe your way or whatever wording would be best would do. Right. Yeah. And see, I have the, the flip-flop experience, but that, again, is only because I'm a pastor's daughter, I think. A PK. A PK. <laughs> hate that term so much it, like so like a trigger I'm a PK, word man it is Whoa, like, if you could have seen my face fire um, coming from around because eyes. so many times like, oh you a pk cool yeah. and i'm like what and mks too missionary kids oh my yeah. goodness poor kid poor mks i'm just kidding anyways United there's been them. so many times that people have left either our church or a sister church or a church of a friend that i've heard through conversations Again, being a pastor's kid and hearing, meeting all sorts of people. Well, I, you didn't do this or you didn't have this, um, hmm. what is it? Like you didn't have this, uh, program. They're called programs, Sarah. They are, uh, <laughs> clearly we have so many. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's things like that. And my question to people has always been, did you ask? Well, No. Well, how do you know then that you would have been told no? Yeah. I probably Maybe they have. don't ask because they'll be put <laughs> on the spot and, hey, if you think we need it, why don't you do it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, not only that, but, you know, like, I, oh, well, I just went somewhere else that already had a program. So maybe they didn't want to, you know, and so I, I figured I could do that. Okay. But yeah. maybe that program was needed in our church and it would have created a unification you know, for the youth or for the, uh, uh, the single, I don't know. I don't know. You know, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. so mine is like on the opposite side of, I think. And then you kind of spread that. Well, they don't have this program, you know, but act not, you didn't, you never asked. So, or getting offended and never going to that person and just leaving. And it's never a discussion. Then you just assume that person so there's all these assumptions. I think what yeah. we can get ga gather from me going around in these circles is these are all assumptions, and it assumptions kind of go along with our opinions, and that can cause disunity. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of the programs, uh, the reason why we should be going to church is not for the programs, but to you know the fellowship the unity well <laughs> since we're talking about unity the fellowship <laughs> in it um uh, but solely to get equipped yeah you know it's always been the tactic to get people into your churches well the church should be going out there mm -hmm. we've been promoting different programs and everything and i'm not saying that they're 100 percent bad programs are good to e do that equipping if they further Yes. That purpose. Yes, exactly. It shouldn't right. just be all the fun and game stuff. You and know, create, but they can be used to create unity, too, within yeah. your church. Yep. Um, you but know, I, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. It's the Italian. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Italian. <laughs> wow. I, now I don't even remember what I, I was going to say. I that was, was good, Danielle. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, but it's also, there's a danger in the programs that it becomes... Uh, exclusive instead of inclusive. Amen. Where like different clicks can start happening and and all that kind of thing. So it's so true. And I and we are to go. I believe you don't have to believe this. Whatever, but we are <laughs> to go where we are needed. Yes. We are to go where we can serve, not necessarily where where we are served. Yeah. So yeah. we want. I mean, obviously, you get served through serving. Mm -hmm. So I know that sounds so blah, 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 but yeah. really it makes sense though. <laughs> you want to, you want to go to a church where you can start a program where you mm -hmm. can do, you know, get to know the people in the church and maybe bring people into the church. I mean, God, Jesus didn't just hang out with his friends all the time. Yeah. He like literally went to random house parties and was like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They weren't hey, He turned water to wine. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> well, on. Well, he, he, what did they do? They like dropped the, the lame the man yeah. through the ceiling yeah. so they could, you know, see Jesus. And he didn't know any of those people. I mean, you know, he's Jesus. So he knew a lot, but he, <laughs> but I mean, you know, figuratively, yeah. he, he didn't know those people. Yeah. Too often. 
I think the issue with programs has become that they are a what about me type of thing. And instead of it being a a unifying thing and an equipping thing, it has mm-hmm. become I want this to be self-serving. Mm-hmm. It's not doing what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. Where we need places where we can be filled up in order to serve, but there's there's too much. Let me look for everything that only serves me. Right. And then you're not turning around and pouring that out on other people. And and something that I've learned too is you can go to programs at other churches too. <gasps> and I know, right? What? Gasp. Should I I only stay within my church walls? No. You can go to I don't know what's a program. Awana. Like, yeah, like Awana. I don't know. You can go to Awana yeah, at another. A if your church doesn't yeah. have that, go to a go to a yeah. neighborhood church Awana. Guess what that does? Unifies you with other Christians in and your area. And other ones who are are possibly like the one of the other things is the denominational divide. You can still be unified in Christ even if your denominations do things differently. So oh. where yeah. I went to a youth group that might because my church didn't have one growing up, mm-hmm. so I went somewhere else. Yeah, because if not, then it creates a it's us it, versus yeah. them. Yeah, well, exactly. and that's not unity. Right, there, there's too much of a, a variety in how churches can function uh, and meet the needs to to the community mm-hmm. uh, for their faith and and whatever else that just one church denomination cannot fulfill. <laughs> right, you know, j- just. Another another example, I cannot reach certain people that others might be able to. Mm. You know what I mean? Because of our gifts. Because because of our different gifts, mm-hmm. I can you know. I don't know. You, you're musically inclined, so am I. Hey, let's chat. Right. Versus, I don't think I could talk to a prostitute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you could. You could look at I, his face. <laughs> wait, Han, no, do I have I permission mean, to go talk? No, I mean. <laughs> As a witness, you, I, you know, I, <laughs> as a witness, clarify yeah, to clarify. Yeah, sorry, Danielle, that's what I meant. <laughs> well, I mean, I, the, I just mean no. I know what you're saying. Yeah, and the, I, I think people forget that gifts are are a they gifts and personality bleed into our opinions. Yeah, of who, what people are, and they think, which creates disunity. Yeah, but if we look at at kind everyone. Of, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Kind of like if someone's hurt uh, in a certain way. Yeah. And it's like they could be very, very quickly and easily deemed as, you know, they're not going to be good at, it, at anything else that they could do. Mm-hmm. Um, where I know a whole lot of broken people um, and they go to church. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people that go to church, they mm-hmm. are broken. Right. They are hurting. And are they still capable of doing stuff? Yes. Right. Uh, Danielle and I have gone through a lot of hurt, uh, having two miscarriages. And are we capable of doing things? Yes. In fact, we have been equipped to go even further and help others that have gone through that same type of hurt. If we allow God to use that. Yes. And that's, I and, think that's another thing is sometimes, yeah. sometimes you, you hear the, the terms, you know, that just happened or mm. just things where I'm like, and I'm the kind of person where I don't, I'm not making um, an attention thing out of it. It's more that this happened to me and I'm going to use this mm-hmm. to reach others, to bring glory to God instead of just saying, either holding this hurt to myself or saying, well, it's just something that happened. Right. Yeah. And I think w- what can easily happen, like I was saying before, is people just look at you like, oh, you're damaged goods. Like mm. you're, you could still crack that can open and use those green beans, but <laughs> uh, and hopefully it's not like dog food instead, <laughs> missing the label and all that. Right. Um, but I, from my own experience, that's how I feel. Like people have looked at me before because of the hurt that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, something bad happened to them. I guess they can't do this or that. Uh, but it's so funny that especially nowadays, where you see people. Uh, with like certain disabilities, like, oh, they lost a leg or something, or they're born with a disability. And look at them, though. Mm-hmm. They're going further and, f- and further than what anybody could have ever imagined. Further than I can. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some of these people are going further than I can running, walking. Yeah. With, you know, 
it's so true. And I think it, it seems like <laughs> in that area anyway that yeah. the world is getting it, but what's the church doing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I think unity is it can um, it can be such a you can take unit disunity you can cause disunity sorry very easily mm-hmm. so something I always think of is our denomination believes in infant baptism not everybody believes you know in that theology or in that teaching yeah so there are some people in our church that don't they don't see the reason for infant baptism so whenever my dad preaches because he's a, on a baptism Sunday when he's going to baptize a baby he will preach a sermon on why we do infant baptism for guests or family you know so that they understand why we're doing it it would be so easy for the people that attend our church who don't agree with, or it's not that they don't agree with it they just don't think they need to do it to, to take that and go up to people in the church, hey, look, I took notes today. He was saying this at this part against me. I know it because he knows <laughs> that I don't yeah. that I don't think infant baptism is necessary. But they don't. He even looked at me. He right looked when he said right that. in my direction. Yeah. People have done that, not with this topic, but but yeah. all of those people that they have an understanding, and my dad has an understanding. We don't agree on that topic, but that's okay. I still like your preaching. I still agree with your theology. I still agree with who you are as a teacher. I love our church. Yeah. That's unity, though, mm-hmm. is yeah. to know that you don't agree, but you still have a mutual respect and love mm-hmm. for your brother or sister in Christ, and you don't make an issue about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And you hit on a you hit on a key that, um, I mean, I think we can be in unity without those things. So don't get me wrong, but yeah, um, <laughs> like I had somebody ask me about a situation. Um, and I said, well, I'll just put it this way that I don't agree with how it's being handled. I said, but because I respect and trust those who are making that decision, right. I can follow. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't, I'm not necessarily saying if that's correct or not, but it is really hard for me to grasp on and go with people who have maybe broken my trust or right. doing those things, but knowing the heart of somebody. And like I said, I, I don't agree, but I can do it. Well, that's that. where conver- communication, like Dom said, is so important. Like yeah. I, I know when you say they broke my trust, or, or um, because I respect that person, I know you, Danielle, and Dom. I, I believe that you had conversations with people. You know, in in whatever instance, you are willing to talk about things. You're open. You're, you know, that's unity. What but, was the What was the word the other day? I couldn't think of. <laughs> Trans- transparent, right? Sure. Uh, when I was trying to be clear, uh, I mean transparent <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah. But but there's a lot of people that don't that they'll say, oh, they broke my trust, but th- there was no discussion. So how do you know that? Yeah. So that's creating disunity. But you are being unified if you're having discussions and you're being open and honest and willing to communicate, and yet they're not. You're not the one creating disunity. Yeah. So it's it's a hard topic. And and with that too, there's a huge lack of affirmation. Mm. You know, when uh in Hebrews uh chapter 10, 24 and 25, don't give up meeting together. Um uh how's it go? Encourage one another on towards loving good deeds. Mm. And it's like if we're if we have that little uh bug in our mind that's just like buzzing in our minds about a person and it's just they i just can't bring myself to talk to them how is anybody going to have any affirmation Mm. how is anybody going to be encouraged with anything Mm -hmm. you know if there's no restoration if there's no uh uh, reason to work with each other how is anybody going to be encouraged at all and what happens it's like all right well somebody's not doing their part then we <laughs> we hit this wall you know how how do we go how do we move on from there like do i knock the wall down <laughs> you right, know yeah. uh, like uh, it's just uh, it's a hard thing when you it, it's frustrating too mm-hmm. when you know exactly what needs to be done you do your part but others do not 
Right. Or the other way around. Mm -hmm. Everybody's doing their part, but you don't think you need to do something. Right. You know, that that's where more disunity uh, comes in. I think uh, it's important, too, as Christians that we ask ourselves. Again, this goes with the whole um, what we were talking about before the podcast about separating our opinion from scripture because we tend to elevate our opinion to be scripture. So we need to differentiate between the word of God and, and our opinion. And I think it's a good thing to be self-reflective and ask yourself in this instance, am I the one creating disunity? If you can honestly answer no, then, you know, if something continues and you need to look at where you're attending, but, but if, if you sit there and go, well, I, I'm kind of making this up in my head. I, I didn't talk to so-and-so. I kind of, then you're getting into, yeah. okay, I'm the one that's starting to create disunity. And we, I think it's important for us to look at ourselves. Yeah. We need to look to see if we have a plank in our eye. Right. Yeah. Well, and people yeah. don't like conflict. Um, and for some reason, I don't know where, when it came about that automatically if there is conflict in a church, it's a bad thing. We're humans, and there's going to be conflict. It's going to have to be done biblically. <laughs> look at look at your family. No, I'm sorry. Danielle and Dom are butterflies we and unicorns. Are perfect. All the time. Their whole family just <laughs> hugs each other and sings "Kumbaya" all day. Yeah, when I sweat, it smells like flowers. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you look at your family, look at the disciples. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, they even fought with Jesus. That's pretty bold. <laughs> right? I mean, they said yeah. stuff to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Peter denied him. You know, there, we we are going to disagree. We're going to sometimes even dislike each other. But if at the drop of a hat, you're going to leave somewhere or dislike someone or yeah. whatever, yeah. then we're, we're in for a lot of trouble, not just in the church, <laughs> in, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think another, I think the issue with that is conflict is either hidden, not dealt with. Mm -hmm. And I think the problem is, I know sometimes people don't want that out there because they don't want people to think there's an issue with the church if there's a conflict. But what needs to happen is it needs to be handled in, by public light, I mean like in, in that church. Right. It needs to be handled to show your church people, this is healthy biblical conflict. This is how you do it. Because mm -hmm. if you just hide it all and yeah. no one ever sees that there is oh, actually conflict yeah how in the world are you setting the example for disagreeing well no and, and there is a time you do have to look and say you know th this you know if a, if we've tried we've tried we've tried yeah, yeah. something's not right pick your here. battles so, uh, but yeah. something's not right here there are churches where there there's some stuff going yeah. on yeah yeah and, and that's you know that's it, different than disunity yeah, yeah. and it, it's starting to come across as we'll just tolerate it you know and especially nowadays it's like we need to have more tolerance and everything <laughs> really we need to be tolerant about how horrible people are treating each other <laughs> right like i mean come on like if if christians are going to be at each other's necks constantly and we could just tolerate that kind of thing how messed up are you? Mm. You know, like, wh what I, Bible are you reading? <laughs> I, I just want to say from this conversation, I really think that people should be, wow. Christians need to be so, so reflective all the time. Yeah. And yeah. you're not really forced to do that in, in everyday life unless you have something like this. Well, you're not forced to do that in, in a life that is, is, is telling you. Tolerate everything. Be mm -hmm. okay with everything. You can't, yeah. there's no purpose in self-reflection if I'm being told I can do whatever mm -hmm. I want and you have to be okay with it. Right. And if you have a church people that is, <laughs> is, is telling you you need to be self-reflective, is telling you when you are wrong, and is talking about sin, don't leave yet. <laughs> because that is essential. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Amen. <laughs> That's, that's mean, another topic, though. Another a whole other topic. But <laughs> yes. if we are, if we can yeah. look at our own sin, yeah. then we can see truly when we are being yeah. disunifying. Well, I mean, like I mentioned before, we have to look for the plank in our own eye. Right. Uh, and everybody takes that out of context. Like, don't judge other people. Like, you have a plank in your own eye, and you're trying to tell them they have a speck in your eye. Like, come on, really. 
what is he what is he actually teaching though you need to take that plank out of your own eye and your then go take care of yeah. right yeah. Uh, so like don't don't tell me that i shouldn't love you by telling you you're going down a road right. that is leading to destruction mm-hmm. i love you too much mm-hmm. you know and uh Maybe some people I might tolerate a little bit. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, yeah, but, and you might not. You might have a personality clash with with yeah. someone, but that doesn't mean. Yeah. How, you know something evil's going. How on. much brotherly love? How much agape love is there if we're okay with ignoring someone's self-destructive lifestyle? Right. You know. Right. If you look at the state of the world, if you look at the state of the church we're in a place we're in the place we are because we have not been that loving person because when you start tolerating things that aren't something that should be tolerated like i think there are certain things like maybe i don't like this about this person but i will tolerate them mm-hmm. what i'm talking about like we're tolerating sins because we're saying you sin i sin we all sin let's have a giant <laughs> sin party and be no, okay yeah. with it <laughs> and my thoughts are if the church is not seeing anything wrong with that and the church is not being the first ones to say no we're stopping that here and we're going to love others in a way that doesn't harm them and other people we could possibly see a change. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. are instead going into the way the world is doing it and right. saying, oh, well, they're allowing that to happen, and I don't see why that's all that bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of uh, misunderstanding about how that's approached, too, is when someone will say, well, if you don't accept, that you're, not accepting, you're not accepting me and who I am b- based off of what I do. Mm. But that thing is you are not who you are based off of what you do right you know your your identity who you are it should be based off of christ yeah um so and the church is not it's not a personality contest yeah do you know what i mean i feel like the world is so often about clicks and about who's cool and who's not and what's cool like the most righteous person ever (laughs) or hey i'm gonna she's so holy (laughs) <laughs> Wait, a church isn't, uh, in my opinion, to be full of all of the same types of people. You know, that's not what the kingdom of heaven looks like. Yeah. So. My goodness, if there was a church full of just me. <laughs> 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 yeah, all, all, all of me, I think, yeah, I, you know, that would be bad. <sighs> but, and I think the whole, I need to, I need to love myself, man, before I love you. That's yeah. not a biblical teaching. That, that's also a, a line to break up with someone, and it's right. a really bad one. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, don't lie. Not, you want someone else. <laughs> right. Seriously. You, it, you'll never fully love yourself. So if you yeah. can't do that, how in the world are you going to love somebody else if you're supposed to love yourself first? Yeah. <laughs> Where is t- that in sorry, the Bible, totally too? missed maybe some of that. <laughs> sorry. Get off your phone. I know. Um, <laughs> She's looking up Bible verses. She actually was. Um, oh, was she? There was just one meme that was quite funny. It, okay. just, it was really funny. Um, You'll have to show me later. The whole, like, love, I already showed you. The whole how people just cross out the whole Bible. And oh, just yeah, that, yeah. 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 Um, with the loving yourself, isn't that supposed to be more of you love yourself as in you feed yourself, you bathe yourself, you take care of yourself. We're all about self-care in this world that we're in. Isn't the purpose of saying that meaning love other people in the way that you are? Like, if I want that for myself, shouldn't I want that same care and love mm-hmm. for those other people? Well, love thy neighbor yeah. as yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess that, if you don't that love that yourself, yourself very well, then you don't love them. <laughs> but, I don't know. But that as yourself is not, I need to have self-care. Yes. Because <laughs> right. what, what it comes down to is if you are caring for yourself, that should be... meaning you're exercising. So when you do go out there and someone says, hey, tell me about that hope that you have in Christ. Mm -hmm. You're ready. Mm -hmm. And that's actually in the Bible, to be ready, to give an answer. Which uh, brings me to the next uh, phase of this discussion is about the future. (laughs) I feel like there should be like some psychedelic space music sounds or something like that the future 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 (laughs) anyway um can there be much of a future for a church if there's not unity and i think the there's a it's an easy answer that's a right 
very loud, resounding no. Uh, so what can we do as Christians, as uh, genuine believers, what can we do uh, in doing our part in uh, keeping unity among each other? And, uh, ha- and you know, First Peter, uh, it teaches, live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. What can we do as genuine believers to reflect Christ to the point where they can look at the church and see what we're doing and see how we behave with each other and say, that's legit. Right. And you know? that, that goes into what Paul says in Philippians. We are to think of our other better than ourselves, which means that we are to desire the promotion of our sister or brother in Christ. So, and uh, I wanted to bring up this uh, passage in Zechariah uh, chapter 8, verse 23 and on. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, ten men from all languages and nations will take firm hold of one Jew by the hem of his robe and say, let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. And I think that needs to be the end goal to how a church is going to function, that someone's going to look at the people that are a part of a church, uh, no matter what your denomination is, uh, no matter what kind of programs you have or don't have, (laughs) but they look at the people and say, I want to come and go wherever you go. I I want it like take a hold of your shirt, your jacket, or, you know, how cold it is, your layers of jackets (laughs) 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 right now. It's freezing. Um, And take me with you because we've heard that you know the real Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't heard the gospel like that. We haven't seen the gospel like that before. And I think this is where where the church needs to step up and step out and and do these types of things and start behaving among each other and with each other so that others see it because they need to see it. That's true. Yeah. The need is definitely there. Yeah. But it's there in the church, too, for us to, you know, go to our call. Yeah. And promote our brothers and sisters in Christ. Beyond, yeah. You know, more Lift each other up. I mean, right, that's, right. <laughs> I mean, we need, we need to bear the weight for each other. Because mm-hmm. uh, going back to that lone wolf thing, uh, I think a lot of church leaders get burned out because they try to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And you should not. Right. So speaking of the future, then, we need to be sure that we are leaving a future and doing things on our own, that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, something, I mean, the, the lack of unity may not be necessarily disunity because there are, there are people that would be like, all right, I'll just follow and do what you say, you know, fill, fill the church with yes men and, and <laughs> women. Uh, but what it comes down to is that uh, a church needs to be able to thrive and it cannot do it if there's only that one lone decision maker right very um, true because <laughs> it, that thing those types of things come up mm-hmm. that oh they made a decision i don't like it so i'm leaving right uh or i'll go somewhere else <laughs> and i'm not saying cater to everybody but i not. i do think that we uh in church leadership need to step out of our comfort zones and look and see the needs of the community Mm -hmm. and then look at their congregation and say, I think they can do this and then give them that responsibility Mm -hmm. if they're willing to take it. Uh, Of course, please pray about it. (laughs) You know, don't, don't be like, Hey, he thinks I can do this. (laughs) (laughs) He must think highly of me. (laughs) Um, But no, I think it's more along the lines where, you should be trembling, mm-hmm. you know, like have respect for the fact that you're going to st- stick your neck out there and uh, take some risks. Um, another thing is uh, if you have absolutely no clue to do uh, uh, what to do about the future, then you need to get more people to surround you. You got to get people to say, hey, what about this need or that need in our community? How can we reach this uh particular people or or a tribe or whatever it might be. Um, And the last one I have for the future, 
we need successors. Mm. You know, because it comes down to uh, a church has a pastor for how long? Right. And that's amazing. That's great. And they may have been doing wonderful things. But when it comes to it's time for them to retire or they end up moving on or uh, they go home <laughs> to be with Jesus, right. whatever the case might be, who is going to take over then? Because we cannot, as a church body, depend solely on our pastor. Right. You know, we and need then to. You s- need to be unified as a body. Yeah, it, depend on on God solely. You know, but each other too. Mm-hmm. You know, be able to call on other people when you need help, and be able to. Uh, I don't like to use the word advertise, but advertise yourself as that person <laughs> that you can help. Like, be known as that person. Like, oh, you need help with this? Go talk to him. Or go talk to her. Right. You know. Uh, so have successors. That and also be willing to point out strengths and gifts in other people. Because I think sometimes, yeah. some I know for me, I'm that not always good at saying, here's what I think I'm good at. <laughs> right. But I've, I've known other people to go to someone and say, have you ever thought of doing this? Because I think that you would be really good at this. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes it really does take uh, take other people looking at you and saying, wow. I really see this as a strength in you that you might not have ever realized mm-hmm. um, and to really help cultivate those things in other people. Or being unified enough with your body that if somebody comes up and asks you, hey, do you know how to X? You can pick out a person at your church. No, I don't know how to do that, but Danielle is great at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you're lifting that person up, which... Is it twofold? You want to be open enough to ask for help. Going back to the affirmation. Right. And you want to be, you know, in the know enough and unified enough to share who in the congregation could help that person. So that's why it's important to be unified. Um, Yeah. And it's it's okay um, for, so say, like, your church doesn't have a certain kind of ministry to a big need out there. But you should be able to say, hey, but I know this is a need for you. And this church down the street does that. Right. Um, It's just one of those, we don't have to be a one-stop shop. We don't have to be the person who can do everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it kind of comes down to that whole, like, competition thing. Like, we're not in competition with each other when it comes to that. Like, Mm -mm. you are in unity with others for the good of others. And if you aren't willing to say, I'm not strong in this area, but this person is, you could do more damage than good because of, of pride or whatever it might be that gets in the way. Yeah. Yeah, we, we definitely need to be humble enough to say, I'm, I'm good at this, but they're great at this. Right. So I think they should do it instead. Yep. It's true. Yeah. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and this is <laughs> what you're like holding some stuff in. <laughs> I'm trying. I have to hold a lot of stuff in, okay? <laughs> all the time, not just here. <laughs> and this is not to say like we're completely ignorant of what mistakes people purposely make. You know, <laughs> yeah. there there are going to be a lot of things where, especially church leaders, are like, oh man, like I'm so glad that they have to do with that, and not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Um, it, but it comes. What it comes down to is, you know what, the the church authority, the church leadership needs to handle things in a certain way, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's a, in a loving way. And the outcome is not always pretty, uh, but that does not always mean that they're at fault. These leaders. Yeah, we might not like a a choice or a decision yeah. or you know. Again, that's. Yeah. There, there's a difference between just disagreeing with a decision and a corrupt decision. Yes. And I definitely. think sometimes we make those overlap. Well, I don't like that, so that's it. That's not biblical. How do you know that? Can we let's talk about that? But there's not yeah. normally a discussion about it. They got it from the Bible, though. It was in Second Opinions. Heard that one before. Yeah. Oh. Second opinions. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you know where there was baseball in the Bible? 
In the beginning. beginning. Oh, get out of here. So cheesy. I'm just kidding. She loves us. Uh Uh-huh. Very much. We are unified. (laughs) (laughs) Even in our quirkiness and Italian voices. Yelling. Um, So do we have any other thoughts, comments, questions, concerns on unity? No, I think we covered a lot. We did yeah. cover a lot. We did. And I like that we just kind of talked yeah. about it. Yeah, like uh, we do get notes together before we do these dialogues. And uh, most of the time for myself, like I forget to go to different <laughs> parts of my notes. <laughs> and, oh, that would have been great to say. But I think today, <laughs> like this one, I think we hit a lot. We did. We got a, yeah. just about everything we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks for coming. Hopefully yeah. you'll ask me again someday. Someday. They're going to be like, she talked way too much. Nay. Usually it's like, I'll say something, and then Danielle will be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Danielle. I've been told we have to have a third person because it's not lively enough with just it the is, two of it, us. I think it is more lively. Danielle, yeah. that's hilarious because I totally can see you doing that. <laughs> that's the problem. Your husband's not wrong, but you can talk about it with him later to keep the union effect. <laughs> and this is, this is where we end because everything's starting to get cray. I bet my daughter is just... And how, how do we end it? Live such good lives. Live right. such good lives. Thanks for listening and live such good lives. Sweet. I love it. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. I can come up with some like little ditty. You guys say it and I just... Cheesy 50s commercial with like little puppets. Live such good lives. Okay, bye. Edit that out, uh, I'm not that editing that, that out. out. <laughs> <laughs> you know that all night I'm gonna hear do 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 in my head. Well, I don't know. Live such good lives. Do 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 do. It's like a little. Tell Jeremy to make some like a DJ thing out of it for us.